The Curious Couple, episode 39. You're tuned into The Curious Couple for the Curious Ear with your hosts, TNA. Get ready to have your curiosity peaked while exploring what it's like to live out fantasies with this fun, fit, and sexy duo. Welcome back. I'm T. And I'm A. And we are doing a a Desire podcast aftermath after our four-part series of our trip to Desire. The hangover. The the hangover, yes. Um, So some of you have listened to part four, episode 38. Um, We had to take it down. Uh, That was our choice. It wasn't necessarily being censored by some authority, but uh, we chose to take it down to protect... Uh, those that were mentioned in the podcast um, that may be adversely affected by that podcast. And so we're sorry about that. Too we, bad, because it was my best one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, A did most of the talking. I, I got a chance to speak up a little bit in the podcast. Mm, like twice. What was that? Like twice. Yeah. Um, but uh, we may post a version of that. Um, so you may see that pop back up. But as for right now, it's down, and uh, this is the Aftermath show, so. It's no joke that you have a a hangover, because normally after a vacation, like getting back to the normal routine, kids, work, all that normal stuff is hard, but after coming back from Desire for Us, I mean, that was our first lifestyle trip, and coming back to having to put clothes on... (laughs) was really hard for me I mean it truly was hard it wasn't like oh I just want to be naked but you just start looking around and you just question this world that we live in like why why did we why why do we cover up why do we have to hide who we really are it was hard for me does that make sense yeah it really was it well it's like a different reality we have to go back to being clothed and jobs you just realize how like carefree this environment was and how awesome it is to just be completely surrounded by these like-minded people and we don't have that in our normal lives so I remember sitting in a meeting that next morning just kind of evaluating the people in the room going ugh (laughs) this just this sucks so I'm I'm well adjusted now we're what a month out so yeah I'm okay now yeah so in the past podcast we were asking for listener feedback and we really appreciate all the emails and tweets, um, comments, questions. Uh, we will be addressing a lot of those questions tonight on this podcast. But uh, we really appreciate that feedback. Um, and apparently our third podcast of our Desire Trip struck some nerves out there. Uh, we uh, had even uh, friends of ours that uh, emailed us about listening to the show and how um as we were duking it out so to oh, speak that's right. I in was our trying to figure out what you were talking about I yeah our our fight night yeah um our friends even shared that they were uh kind of arguing for our sake as well in, in their own go a little heated yeah um and really our first ever like haters 
I mean, we were getting some hate mail with that, too. You were getting some hate mail. Let's <laughs> clarify here yeah. if we're going to pick sides. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, it was real. It you was act, hate mail. Well, but you act like it was a lot. It really wasn't. No, it wasn't. And, and ultimately, uh, what I was going to share about it was it was, it was a little surprising to get any type of negative feedback since, because we've gotten so much positive feedback and it, uh, you know, we, we're, we like to people please, and it, it's a little hard to hear that not everyone loves us or likes us or what we're doing, but it was a, uh, you know, a little reminder that we're reaching a bigger audience and not everybody that listens to us is lifestyle or open to the lifestyle or understands the lifestyle. And uh, it was, I guess, just a reminder that we're, we're reaching different folks. And, and the truth is, you know, it kind of set me back for a moment, and then I realized you know what, I'm just going to keep being me and we're just going to keep being right. us. Well, at and... the end of the day, we're not we're not going to bed with any of those people, <laughs> right. you know? I mean, we turn this off and it's just us, so yeah. who cares? Yeah. Well, I mean, we care, but you know what I mean? Yeah. You so, can't get caught up in what people think of you. Not a, You can't make everybody happy. Mm-hmm. That, is, that is true. So, um, along the lines of all the love that we've been getting, we uh, we're going to address some of the emails that you guys sent us about the podcast or about our trip or about desire. So, um, (laughs) and, uh, we've got followers in the UK that we're asking for a shout out on this show. So, Oh yeah. Their email. Well, to our UK followers. Um, (laughs) yeah. So let's, uh, let's jump into the first one here. In fact, they are from the UK. We'll refer to them as D and S and, it was actually a really long email and really sweet of them. They're loyal listeners. And uh, they ask, how do you manage to juggle on one hand dealing with kids and other family responsibilities and on the other hand maintaining your lifestyle? Oh, let me go on and finish it. I'm intrigued. For the past 25 years, we've not had the privacy, time, or resources to easily live any more exciting a lifestyle than we have had. Fortunately, we're now emerging from the phase, from that phase. But at age fifty-three, we need to hurry to make the most, the most of the prime of our lives. You smell. Well, I realize my eyes are going, and I think Maybe you should you read should, the rest I of these. I probably should read the rest of those. <laughs> Please don't think I regret how things have been. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of getting older. <laughs> All right. I think we get the gist of it. Yeah. So how do you maintain the balance between the lifestyle and the kids and the responsibilities in real life? We have a unique situation because we have other parents for our children. They're not ours together. So we do have... They are young though. They are young and they are involved. I mean, don't get me wrong. We would probably do a lot more of this traveling and things like that if we didn't have them. they, They do limit us some, but... We can get time together without them fairly easily, probably a lot easier than it is for most. But I also think that just like anything, if you make it a priority and it's something important in your life, you make time for it. I mean, just like our time at the gym, you know, you you make time for it. Um, it may not be, we're not going to go to Desire five times a year like we would like to, but it would probably be pretty easy for most 
families to find sitters for an extended weekend here and there or even I, I, I don't remember all the details of that but it was it traveling related or just how do you balance it how do you balance it yeah so, I, I realize this probably wasn't the best first question uh, of the bunch because it's not necessarily directly related to desire although their email was more about that but it was inspired by that yeah um, but I, I would just kind of agree with what you're saying I think it's a matter of you can really do anything if you make it a priority yeah it just has to be a priority and i think not necessarily that you know swinging has to be a priority but i think balancing the things that are healthy for you and the things that you want to do and and doing things for yourself i think that's important and well and we realized early in our relationship that that is something that enriches our relationship you know, mm-hmm. I think I think they've been married for several years. They've never even done anything lifestyle related. So for them, that may be date night and they probably have that mm-hmm. or they take trips together or whatever that is. We just translate that into lifestyle stuff um, because that's what's important to us. And it's not even I mean, that that sounds like I have this list of priorities and it's way up there. It's not. But when we're talking about things that enrich our relationship, it's up there. Definitely. It's something we make time for. And, and along the lines of, we got another email that just reminded me, maybe it would have helped if I read your notes closer <laughs> before, but remember we got another email that was desire related that wasn't on your list about someone asking if we saw any pregnant people there. That's on the list. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we'll get there then. Yeah. You need to review well, the show of, notes but before we start. But that kind of rolls I was thinking along the lines of how do you make it a priority? And that's something that that we have discussed recently with the thoughts of do we want to have another one in the next few years and would that change our lifestyle experiences and it would but i think i i think you still make it a priority because it would it would still be something important mm-hmm. to our relationship all right so um the next email came from sexy st louis couple so this is specifically about desire uh, we we know there's a disco, a hot tub, a bed area, and some uh, that see some action. But what about throughout the day? Can you have sex in the open? Is it permitted? Do you see it happening? Uh, let's let's answer those first. So they're aware that sex happens, but does it happen throughout the day? It does, but you you have to kind of seek it out i don't think we ever even we never really ventured up to the hot tub during the day but, but supposedly heard, yeah that could... there's people up there in the afternoon they have beds up there so there's nothing permitted in the pool area right but it is up in the hot tub area and it opens sometime in the afternoon but we were always at the pool so yes it happens did we see it no <laughs> Yeah, I'm just trying to think if I saw any type of sexual. I think we activity. went up there one afternoon, like I right just before. went up the pool, like any type oh, of no. touching or eh. not nothing no. sex no. related. Maybe just some massaging. Some massaging. Some yeah. I mean, there were some hanging on people in the pool, just mm-hmm. normal stuff. But no, no sexual activity. Yeah. All right. Um, Do you want me to read those? Or you no, I I turned up the brightness. I can see okay. a lot better now. <laughs> They are curious what it would be like if they didn't necessarily plan to swing. Is it a nice resort? Uh, Would it make for a good vacation spot if not planning on swinging at all? Yeah. I think that's an absolutely yes. Like, you 
we would have had a blast there if we weren't having sex. Yeah. I mean, just to be in this open, free environment. And I think one of the thing, and again, I've probably said this many on many podcasts before, one of the best things about the lifestyle is the fact you go into a lifestyle event, party, meet and greet, club, resort, and you instantly make friends. Yeah. We could go to a resort, maybe even the one next door to this, and spend a week there and not meet a single person. Well, we were sitting, where were we? Were we at dinner? I think maybe we were at dinner, and you pointed out, you were like, look around at all these was it dinner? I don't even remember where we were, but everybody was just sitting around just having their own conversations and not interacting with anybody else. And you said, you know, if we were sitting eating dinner at Desire, like everybody would be talking to each other or making friends. And it's just such a yeah. different, it's a much more social world. environment. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know how else to explain it. Cause it's not necessarily that I noticed that I missed that or need that like in, throughout my day, but I really appreciate that yeah. when I'm in these environments. It's fun. And so I think, if the two of us just booked this trip and if we were just at the beginning stages of, you know, having conversations about doing something wild and crazy, this place would be awesome or to go to. Even. Yeah. Or you just enjoy people watching or, you know, I think back to four years ago, us, when we just were going to these clubs just to take in the sights and just ooh listen and look. And that would have been mind blowing yeah. to be at Desire, at the, but it would not have been uncomfortable. And I think that's probably what they're asking. Like, is there, um, is there any pressure to do something, or right. do you feel like you're the odd man out if you're just keeping to yourself? No, not at all. Well, or if you're not comfortable taking off your suit, like you can <laughs> well. keep your suit. <laughs> well, we were also talking to some experienced swingers who wanted to yeah, have sex with us, who thought I was prude and prude, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, if we went there and we weren't comfortable taking our suits off. You know, I think if you weren't comfortable being topless, that might have been weird. Yeah, it would have been weird, but it wouldn't, nobody would say anything no, to you. No, no, it'd be, f actually, no, there was a couple there where the woman kept her top on. The one that didn't speak English and the guy kept hanging out with us. Mm. She was pretty. Oh, yeah. She never took her suit off. Hmm. So, so th I it guess. It has a magical way of like making you feel comfortable because so many, so many people are there comfortable in their own skin. Yeah. You become more comfortable in your own. Totally. Yeah. By the last night we were there, which little recap for those of you who didn't get to the podcast in time, I I had gone from kind of risque to just, I'm going to just go naked. I mean, I didn't, but I would have. I was just so comfortable everywhere without any clothes on. And I just, I don't know, just... It has a magical way of making you feel comfortable in your skin. Yeah. It's just a very sexy, sexy environment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So moving on to the next email, uh, there isn't a question, but we definitely should at least tell a little bit of the story of um, the friends that we made from the second podcast up in the hot tub, the Canadian couple. Yeah. Uh, who we had a lot of fun with. They found us they found the podcast we didn't well, exchange just briefly in case nobody heard that podcast i'll recap super super sexy girl and i think they even made it pretty clear that they were fairly new to the lifestyle this may have been their first trip right and uh she was super sexy really into making out with me there was a lot of girl on girl stuff we were this is late in the, in the hot evening tub. yeah this is hot tub like midnight one two oh, later, i don't even know three two or three it was so late and everybody's had a lot to drink and this was after we had had a 
pretty negative experience with that we got duped. Yeah. Um, go back and listen to number two. It's a great story. So I wasn't in the right space and I was kind of done and I let it go on for a little while and I thought okay I'm I just I I don't I wasn't comfortable with it going any further for my personal reasons had nothing to do with them but fast forward they find our podcast (laughs) go ahead yeah so we you know we had a good time with them that night and then we didn't I think we may have briefly seen them the next night but we didn't exchange numbers didn't exchange emails a whole lot and they stumbled onto our podcast and sent us an email like, holy shit. Which just, I have to say, just like I told them, I don't purposely keep that from people. Right. But I also don't walk around. With a sign on your Hi, chest. I do a lifestyle podcast. It's not something that defines who we are. When it comes up or when it's necessary, yeah, we, talked we bring about it, up. it Yeah. Because people would be talking about crazy stories or whatever. And we'd be like, hey, listen to this. Yeah. We... What well, was it the podcast. F- first or second night we told the Californians yeah, and the yeah. uh, Florida yeah. folks. So if it gets brought up, it gets yeah. brought up. And, you know, and I think our friends from Canada, we never told. It just right. didn't ever really feel like the right time to talk about it. I don't know. But anyway, long story short, he sends us an email, which was awesome. But there was a part of me that was like, oh, my gosh, I hope that I didn't say anything that upset them. Because truthfully, I... I pulled the plug on the night mm-hmm. and I, that could, they could have taken that very personally and I'm glad they didn't. Well, have you listened to the podcast? I did, but it, I mean, yeah. without having that in mind without, yeah, yeah, without that, I did listen to it. Well, the truth was everyone was really drunk, drunk. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there was no, even if, you know, the worst things were said, we were still in yeah. a capacitated state so but anyway hey guys if you're listening hi so anyways they sent us a really cool email we've had some uh, emails back and forth and that was just neat that they couple randomly found us it's so cool to meet people literally all over the world but then you know we get these email exchanges what i'm just my mind's blown imagining them going we just had this great time in desire we get home i just happen to find this new podcast and i listen it to it and and i'm like, like oh my god that's me that's them and they're talking about me <laughs> oh my god yeah, that would be totally weird <laughs> that would be that would freak me the hell out i know well and that's why i always we were just talking about this the other day when we were talking about you know being discreet and having a podcast i always try to think whatever we're talking about those people are sitting here listening and that's hard to do sometimes especially when like well the story of the couple that we met right before we went up to the hot tub like that was a crazy story and Mm -hmm. not that we gave out any identifiers but it's still not not something they would want to hear back you know it's not it wasn't a pleasant exchange but in that scenario though too we were duped and so i didn't you didn't you didn't feel bad not protecting them no and i really didn't we didn't use names we didn't that's true no specifics but i didn't have a problem sharing that story (laughs) but it's it's still a delicate balance sometimes to tell well, like our podcast number four, tell awesome, juicy, great stories, but then you have to worry about how that's going to be perceived too, or mm-hmm. who's who's going to get caught. In the who's listening, fire. or who's right. the innocent bystander? Yeah, and we did figure out just how many listeners we have through all that. It surprised me a little. <laughs> so, okay, fun stuff. Um, speaking of, sorry, you can go back to that. No, that's all right. That we just touched on it. I was just going to say it was cool how they just found us yeah. uh, found through the podcast um so another thing about desire if you're going to desire you're going to want to find the forums um they're super helpful and you can connect with 
uh, folks that are going at the same time because there's certain rooms for, you know, people who are going in December, or January, or February. Mm-hmm. And uh, so anyways, that was a... I don't know if we've mentioned that in any of the podcasts, but... We did a little bit when we were getting ready for it because I read them mm-hmm. pretty thoroughly before so. we went because there's a lot of, what do I pack? Do I wear this? When do I wear right. that? And um, a lot of questions. we got a couple of emails like that too. What about the theme nights? How does that work? So there's a lot of that, uh, that stuff in the forums. All right. But if you are packing for desire for the first time, pack your bag completely and then take half of it out because <laughs> you're not going to need it. Yeah. That's next time we will travel much lighter. Good point. All right. Next email from Mel. Uh, Mel writes, what type of soft swap is common in desire? I would like to discuss these boundaries before going. Or the planning a trip, right? Mm -hmm. That's a tough one because we were there for five days out of 365 days. And I think every day was different. Yeah. It's just like any other place you go with a group of lifestyle folks, you're going to have different people that are into different things. Yeah. But I understand what they're so asking. here's you know I agree with that sentiment that every day is a different experience. Here's a couple of things you can probably count on more. If it's a takeover by a lifestyle group, you're probably going to get a little bit more uh, freakiness out of those folks well, because they're all going to be lifestyle. Yeah, or most of them probably. We went at a time where there wasn't, and it was a mix of nudists and lifestyle folks. Um, you know, it kind of everywhere in between that. And what we saw, um, you know, we obviously had some wild and crazy times of full on full swapping, but there was also less than that. And there was, you know, people having any type of experience with another couple as that was their first time was then. Um, but I think it's, I don't know, the common thing I would think would be mostly when women yeah play there there seemed to be at least when we were there there seemed to be a lot of couples that that was their comfort level Mm -hmm. that was what they were intrigued by or whatever so i would say if they haven't done that maybe at least discuss that (laughs) like is that something that might be fun because that opportunity will definitely present itself well and you know if they're if this is a point of concern for them there shouldn't be any concern no one's going to make them do anything oh, no, no. and no. also you know you're just going to go to your comfort level whatever you're willing to try and and that may change by the day while you're there that may yeah. change by after dinner you know like yeah. um in fact i'm thinking of the denver couple we met and mm-hmm. I, th- I i'm trying to okay i think they were the ones that said we're not lifestylers Mm -hmm. but we come here and we have fun yeah and it was kind of like a shrug of his shoulders and and we see them up in the pool or in the hot tub late night and his wife is either going down on a girl or making out and he was suggesting her to go down on me and it was like well we're just you know playing like they were just yeah they were riding the energy of the night because prior to that she was she was running the body shot show right. <laughs> at the right. bar, and uh, man, what a what a fun podcast yeah. that that was that we had to take down. <laughs> You're just a tease. You I keep know. teasing. Well, to recap that briefly, we we were taking body shots. Gosh, it feels like the whole time we were up there. It was so much fun. 
We were covered in chocolate syrup and all kinds of things. The more you tease, the more I realize I need to go back and edit it and get something out there for them. Yeah. (laughs) So, so you may, you you guys may see a part of that episode show up. Um, It was a fun night. So anyways, back to the soft swap thing. It's really to your comfort level. It may just be making out. In fact, the, the Canadian couple we were talking about that found us and emailed us, literally their excitement that night was maybe they will make out with another couple yeah and uh and they, they would have gone all the way yeah it sounds like they yeah, yeah they talked about it afterwards so yeah. um yeah don't I, you know in fact i th- i think we had a people we had a few emails of people telling us not to overthink it when we went yeah. Well, but you know, just as well as anybody else about overthinking. I mean, you, I think we've gotten better at that with the more experiences, but think back to us four years ago talking about all this before we went oh, to Oh, I just club. listened to the first seven episodes again this oh, past so week. so you're fresh. So you know <laughs> about overthinking because just going to a club and something, well, the first time that was it the full swap time yeah. when we didn't have that discussion on the way there and then suddenly I'm comfortable with it. You're like, whoa. So, I mean, you have to appreciate where he's at. Oh, they yeah. want to talk about it all. They want to play. So really whatever you can imagine, you could probably find there. Yeah. I mean, name it. So to the extreme and to the mild and meek, right. like just making out with a girl or, you know, the girl's just making out. It could be. And this is, I mean, we, we walked into that place looking around like, well, it's just going to be me and you hanging out at the beach. Like, we didn't walk in and go, we're going to have the time of our lives here. And we had the time of our lives. So expect the unexpected and just talk about it all and play it out and test your feelings yeah. and then just go have a good time. Well, and it'll be a fun adventure for the two of them. And it'll be yeah. memorable no Part matter what it is. the fun would be talking your way through the whole week. Like, what if we did this? And what if we did that? I mean, that that alone would be yeah. exciting and fun. Even if you didn't so much as talk to another person. All right, let's move on to Jay. Uh, Jay writes, I'm a couple of months... Oh, Jay's a girl. Uh, I'm a couple of months pregnant. And wondering if we could have a good time there for our baby moon. Were there uh, any pregnant people at the resort besides the staff? Were there any people of color or was the crowd mostly white? I remember seeing two people of color. Yeah. uh, But mostly it was white. Um, There must be a lot of Mexican folks that go because everything was spoken first in Spanish and then yeah. in English. Yeah. Um but yeah, we I think we saw two couples that were African American. Yeah, I feel like there was some I don't know. I, there was a lot of Spanish speaking. Mhm. But I don't I don't know. I don't remember. I but I would say predominantly white when we were there. Mhm. And then as far as the pregnant thing. I love this. I love that. <laughs> I think. Go, girl. Yeah, go for it. I, I don't think. I I mean, no, I didn't see anybody well, that was if pregnant. You're, if she's comfortable with it, that's all that matters. Well, and I, somebody's into that, too. I mean, I don't know how far they're taking yeah, it. Yeah, we don't know if that's what they're looking for. <laughs> I don't know for. if that's what they're looking for. We're here but for the, the pregnant di- gang. But the discussions have come up, and I'm just saying, 
somebody's probably into that. Okay. I yeah. might hit my prime during a pregnancy is all I'm saying. <laughs> Email me. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I don't think that should stop you. No. I think that would be something if you're comfortable with, if you want to be naked in that state, more power to yeah. you. Nobody will even bat an, bat an eye. No. Just don't get too rowdy in the water of volleyball. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and that uh, that topic, uh, and I've talked about a little bit, maybe a topic on a later podcast. <laughs> yeah. We're going to take a vote. <laughs> take a poll. Yeah. yeah. It is It is something, though, that I'm I'm curious to talk to more people in the lifestyle. So if anybody wants to shoot me an email... Because I, I guess, I don't want to say most, but a lot of our friends in the podcast world and in the lifestyle world that we talk to are older. Their kids are older. But there's there's a big group of people our age. And I'm curious, what do people that are in the lifestyle, what do they do? We've, we've talked to a few even that have just put their, like, I think it was SDC. We got emails from a couple. Do you remember that? And they just put things on hold. Yeah, they're like, we'll get back to you in a year. We'll get back to you in a year. Um but I'm I'm curious, like, is anybody pregnant and still playing? Or do you just cut the cord for a year or so and get back into it? Or has being in the lifestyle kept you from having more children? I mean, this is all stuff that nobody really ever it's not a it's not a big topic of conversation. Topic of conversation but I'm curious. You, we're missing I mean, why didn't we think to talk to the best resource we know about swinging? We need to talk to George. Oh, geez. Like he knows anything about <laughs> Are you pregnancy. kidding me? He's probably had sex he with He probably has. In fact, I think I said that. I said, if nobody else will do me, I bet George will. <laughs> All righty. Okay. Anything else you want to talk about with the, the pregnancy or can we move on? No, we can move on. Okay. I'm not pregnant, by the way. Okay. Okay. Um, this comes from Matt. It's a pretty interesting email. And Matt, we appreciate your uh, honesty. Uh, this is I, I guess question, real talk real talk here number one my erect penis is very average in size not small not big mm-hmm. when I'm not aroused though it's pretty small I am definitely more of a grower than a shower kind of like a button mushroom <laughs> will I be in the minority or will other guys with my predicament be there as well <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes what? Yes, they will be there as well. Um I have to say though, after after the second or third day, I didn't even really notice penis size anymore. But the first day I did, but only because it was new to you. It was new to me. I had never been around a room full of naked men ever, really. I mean, other than orgies. Yeah, but even then, I mean maybe two or three max. You, you haven't spent any time in a men's locker. No, room. I haven't. And so to me, I was like, oh my gosh, there's, they're all, they come in all different shapes and sizes and they're everywhere. And, um, not that I was like gawking, but yeah, you were. I kind of was. <laughs> um, but I, but my point is you're meat casing. There were, there were fewer large penises than flaccid large penises. Well, that's true. Yeah. I mean, not, a, nobody's walking around like ready to go or anything, Right. but I was more like, um, my atten- my attention was on like the one or two that oh my gosh they've got big penises there was not very many big penises is my point he would he would fit in 
Yeah. My, my <laughs> what I would say is they're all shapes and sizes there. And yeah. and like you said, after the initial shock of, oh my God, there's Everybody's naked people, naked. no one really notices Mm-mm. or cares. No. Really. I mean, just normal, I'm trying to think of an an example just sitting on a on a um beach chair bending over to pick up something out of a bag i mean you catch people in these awkward positions yeah, oh yeah. N- naked and it's just nobody cares it's just very normal it becomes just normal yeah i don't know i don't know how to say it it don't i can't imagine any body shape any penis size any breast size feeling uncomfortable there i really can't mm-hmm yeah, at least Unless not in the crowd. Unless it was in we your head. In. I mean, of course you're going to feel insecure, but I Who I just gives don't a ca- shit? Nobody cares. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't even know how I think it's something you have to feel to understand. All right, moving on. So a second part of his question. And this is another good real real talk. Uh in the lifestyle situation, I always make sure to take a Cialis before play. It keeps me harder, longer and allows me to re- rebound much quicker. However, for 2 to 3 days after taking it, I seem to be on a quote-unquote high alert. Mm. If any fun thoughts creep in my head, it springs to attention. Since at these resorts, we will almost always be naked. You'll be a hit at the pool. There's a big chance of one of one just sprouting out of nowhere. Does this happen often? I think I, I, think I saw, because I think I may have even made a comment to you, or you made a comment to me, he must be on Viagra. Yeah. Because he's walking around the pool just boing. I don't know that it was... St- at high noon no but, but it, it was, was it was yeah. alert <laughs> <laughs> it was awake and they sell cialis in the gift shop that's true they just tr- fyi yeah. and in the airport that's true and viagra too i'm sure yeah i i don't i didn't see Vi- viagra in the i saw it at the airport at the airport yeah i didn't see it in the gift shop all right so yeah no shame just let it hang <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for your response. We are not newbies at this. We have been to Colette in Dallas a few times and have played there in front of a crowd. I like to think that my athletic body would make up for any shortcoming, shortcomings in size mm. department. But since my cock will be on my main accessory for a full week, it makes me a little nervous. Mm. Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. Not uh, not gonna be an issue. All right, and our last email comes from MNC, and I should say it's not our last email. Um, we got quite a bit, and I responded, or both of us, um, one or the other, responded to to quite a few. But uh, possibly, if you did send us an email over the last four weeks or so, we might actually be doing a full on podcast about what you emailed us about, because um, we did get some really good emails. All right, from MNC. We'd love to hear you talk about any advice and or uh, tips for two newbies in their 30s headed to desire. To be honest, your bait and switch story is pretty much our fear. (laughs) Even that, though, mine too. And yes, it was uncomfortable. But even that, I think we can look back and kind of laugh. We're not scarred. No, no. You just have to be, I mean, if you have good communication, you're you're strong unit together nothing's gonna break you Mm -hmm. and there's no situation that i can think of that we could have gotten in there that we couldn't just tap out 
So mid thirties is I, I want to answer this specifically to them. So they're in their mid thirties. You're most likely going to be one of the youngest couples there. Yeah. Um, I think our philosophy is that really doesn't matter. No. You know, we enjoy people's company, whether they're our age, younger or older. Um, I would just say to my advice would be make friends with everybody mm-hmm. and you know, we both have had this experience where the more we get to know people, the more attraction there is, you know, so whether or not they're attractive, you know, they might be attractive to begin with or maybe not, but, you know, you build these relationships and, and more fun is had, the more Mm -hmm. people you meet, the more connections you make. And, And so I would just say specifically to these folks, just being newbies, it doesn't mean you're going to have to have sex with this old couple you're talking to if you're not attracted to them, but be, you know, just make friends. And, um, you know, not everyone is having sex with everybody. It's just a fun social environment and that's going to help put you in a fun uh, state of mind, which may open the door to fun activities later, or it may not. It just may lead to a more fun and fulfilling trip all around. Yeah. If I could go back to the me that was flying to Mexico, (laughs) I'm thinking like, what would I say to myself knowing, you know, our experience? And it would, it would be that it would be, it's, I don't know that it, it's easy to control that, um, that I'm trying to think of the word. Like, I wish I could have walked in there and been as comfortable the first day as I was the last day. But I think you have to warm up yeah, to it a little we bit. Don't, you don't know it until you're there. I don't know, though. Well, that's true. But if we turned around and went back tomorrow, I would walk in a little differently than I did the first day. Yeah, and I think that's why people go like 15 yes, times to this place. I get it. I get it. I, yeah, because we had we had so much more fun the last night because we, we walked in there and we were like, we're going to have fun. So try to get into that mindset the second you walk out there. doesn't matter what happens. And we said that. I don't care what happens, who we talk to, what goes on. We're going to have fun tonight. And we had a freaking blast. And you just kind of have to keep that mindset. Just relax. Have a good time. Don't judge a book by its cover, I think, would be a good um, bit of advice. Because the couples that we met throughout the trip that we may not have, hey, I really want to go talk to them or, you know, found attractive, ended up being some of the coolest people. Mm-hmm. So I think that's good advice too. And that's just good advice in general. (laughs) You're full of good advice. I got lots of good advice. (laughs) What else you need to know? All right. Well, um, that's pretty much all we have for the emails. Um, If you guys have listened to these podcasts and are thinking about a trip to desire, you can go check out the website. Go to our website, thecuriouscouple.com. Click on one of the links to desire and that gives us a referral uh, for if you guys choose to book a trip, which would be awesome. If you do do that, shoot us an email. Let us know that you guys are going and uh, that we may have helped contribute to your uh, interest in going. It'll be fun for us. Um, but, yeah, uh, shoot us emails, feedback. We love it. We appreciate you guys. Anything else you want to say before we sign off? Nope, can't think of a thing. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next time. We'll talk to you later. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Curious Couple Podcast. 
Go to our website, thecuriouscouple.com, for links to all of our podcast episodes, their show notes, lifestyle website promos, travel deals, and much more. You can find us on Twitter at thecuriouscpl, as well as email us at thecuriouscpl at gmail.com. Check out Swingers Date Club, otherwise known as sdc.com, and put in our promo code 25648 for your free month trial. To take advantage of this trial, you can also just click the links on our website or on the podcast notes. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. We always appreciate your ratings and reviews. Thanks again.